Welcome to Travel Tips Tuesday with John Rogers. On today's show, you'll learn up-to-date, creative, and personal tips that will help you make your travel dreams a reality. Enjoy today's episode. Here's John. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Travel Tips Tuesday. Very glad to be back with you all again. We've got an awesome topic to cover tonight. If you are part of a family of any shape, size, or sort, this episode is for you because all of our families are different. We all bring something uh, different to the table as members of a family, and I believe that those things can be taken advantage of when you're planning a vacation. There are all sorts of things to take into consideration, uh, like your age, uh, like the destinations that you want to go, uh, and some other things that maybe you don't often think about. So in this episode, we're going to get creative a little bit, uh, stretch our minds, and think about how we can travel better as a family uh, creatively. So I hope that you enjoy that. I hope you enjoy these creative travel tips. And let's get into it, shall we? This is July the 21st, 2020. In a time of craziness, you may be ready to get out of the house. I don't know if you're like me. I don't know if you're like my family, where you have neighbors, or you have people that you know you work with, maybe even virtually, or friends, or whoever. It's just like, look, I got to go somewhere. I got to do something. I'm tired of seeing my kitchen table that's been my office for the past four months. I'm tired of seeing my family. I love them dearly, but I'm tired of seeing them. I need to go out and do something. I need to get away with, you know, my husband, get away with, hey, Christina, get away with my wife, you know, uh, whatever the case is, get away with the special people too, and just go on an adventure and do something. You know, for so long, the world has kind of felt paused for a little bit. And in many respects, there's a lot of crazy stuff still going on. But that doesn't mean we can't dream. That doesn't mean we can't plan uh, forward into the future. So tonight specifically, I want to give you some uh, very practical travel tips on some things to consider uh, specifically for family. So how to select your next family adventure. But before we get into that content tonight, I want to give you a couple of announcements, things uh, that are kind of reminders for you. Uh, first off, next week, we're going to have a special guest on Travel Tips Tuesday, Mr. Matt Appleby, who is part of the Imagineers podcast. He's one of the amazing halves of uh, the Imagineers podcast. It's another uh, great podcast that's out there, Imagineers, that's E-A-R-S. So if you go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever and search for them, uh, make sure you look for the Imagineers podcast. And Matt is one of the co-hosts of that show, uh, and he'll be on with us. He's also a fellow Travel Nation agent and a friend. He's awesome. Uh, we have a lot of fun chatting it up. Secondly, uh, my second podcast that's out there now, episode two, is now live that we recorded about a week ago. Uh, it's now live on all major uh, podcast players, so Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you know, Google Podcasts, and many others uh, that are out there. So feel free to go ahead and search for that. And the name of that show, in case you missed it last time, is Run Dopey by 40. That's Run Dopey by 40, uh, the number 40 at the end there, so Run Dopey by 40. I would love a some comments about that, ratings, reviews, you know, let me know what you think, uh, and would love to hear back from you on that. Another cool thing that I'm going to be doing uh, here recently, and, you know, when I, you know, get more serious about doing things, I'll announce it here so you all can keep me accountable, is I'm going to be creating my own sort of intentional uh, Facebook community group, whatever you want to call it, uh, for all things travel as it relates to 
um, you know, both podcasts. So Travel Tips Tuesday, the Run Dopey by 40 podcast, uh, any of the folks and clients that I work with. So they have a place where they can share, you know, their travel memories and things that worked well for them and things maybe to avoid. And also just kind of a general travel community that, that focuses in around this idea of traveling with intention. So one of the things we talk about a lot on Travel Tips Tuesday is remembering your why when you travel. So that idea, I think, is very much going to be central to this new community we create and hopefully uh, it will mean something to you all it is not out there yet but it's just kind of a teaser that that is coming uh, so you know would love for your feedback on that if you have any thoughts or ideas would love for this to be kind of a you know community oriented thing because that's what that that's what that Facebook group is going to be all about so again our question of the day uh, that we mentioned earlier if you see that up there I'm asking about so some of your favorite uh, non-Disney vacation destinations and maybe even a memory that you would want to share so you know by sharing that on this feed um you know just know that this is going to be out there this is recorded this is this is podcasted so it's going to be available for uh as long as the internet's around at least for folks to hear um and i love sharing travel memories i do you know do it all the time here share stories about you know my own family and the places the places that we go and uh, occasionally we'll share some uh, feedback and tidbits from other people so i uh, really love the conversations that we have and the more you share uh, the more this thing is meaningful and the more people enjoy it so and i appreciate you all sharing because uh, it makes it a lot of fun uh, for me. So again, tonight is uh, July the 21st, 2020. We are talking about selecting your next family adventure. I'm going to give you six major things to consider. So I rarely will do a full-fledged top 10 list. Usually they're top seven list. Tonight, it's a top six list with number six being kind of the bonus sort of focal point. So I'm saving the best for last, as it were. And then top six, the sixth point is actually split into four different uh, points because I want to open that up for you a little bit. So uh, my top six things to consider before you select your next family adventure. So number one, the first thing to consider is the age of your children, the age of your children. And some people may be like, well, duh, you know, I'm not going to take my kids to Disney before they are old enough to remember it because I'm spending a lot of money on this trip and I want them to be able to enjoy it. I want to be able to stay in the parks all day and go, 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 go. Well, you know, one of the things we've talked a lot about uh, for um, trips to Disney is that the ages of children don't really matter. There's not really one sort of set specific age group that's right for going to Disney. Do a lot of young kids go to Disney? Sure. Yeah. Do a lot of families go to Disney? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. But that doesn't mean that, you know, families with newborns, infants can't go with, you know, even, you know, toddler or, or younger, younger children, because there's a lot to do there. There's a lot of great ways to modify those trips and make them inviting where you all can create some amazing, incredible memories. And I've, I've shared some very personal, uh, heartfelt memories of uh, some times that I've had with uh, my uh, now oldest daughter there, some memories we've created with her uh, and even some others uh, along the way. And it's just really neat to see how uh, you create memories as your children grow and get older. Um, and even when they were younger and kind of those 
things that are meaningful. They, they stay with you and they stick with you, whether you're at Disney, you know, on the road to grandma's house, or grandpa's house, or, you know, on the road to the beach or whatever the case is, those memories will stick with you as you create them. So that's what travel for me is all about. So, uh, the age of your children is definitely a factor. So some places may be more appropriate for younger children. Some of them, you know, may be more appropriate for older children and kind of in between, or say you are, you know, looking to go on an, a, uh, a, family vacation for your grown adult children. Maybe they have their own children. So those are things to understand as well, because, you know, as your kids get older, you kind of, the vision of what you do and what you want to plan kind of grows with them in a way. But, you know, maybe when, when they're older, they have their own kids, you kind of got to shift gears for a second and kind of rethink, you know, the possibilities, what's available out there and maybe, you know, what's, uh, what's appropriate for them, um, and what they would want to do, you know, if they, if they're stir- still adventurous, cause so, because some families with younger children are very much adventurous. They want to get out there. They want to do something amazing, fun, um, you know, maybe a little thrilling. And there's some ways again, to modify trips, um, so that they are appropriate, but you know, there are certain things that are good for some, and certain things that are not good for others. So it's it's all about finding that right fit for you. Uh, the second thing is, and this is something that I don't think is often thought about. I think it's kind of one of those one of these thoughts um, that I'm getting ready to mention here um, that people sort of think about in the background, especially when they're thinking about the need for a vacation. But once they plan that trip and they're going on it, the sort of excitement of that trip takes over and they often forget about this point. And that is this, think about the busyness of your family, the busyness of your family, how, how busy you are now, what's sort of driving you to take that trip in the first place. Um, you know, we've mentioned before, sometimes, you know, you end up going on a vacation, maybe you've said this out loud or thought this yourself. Sometimes you end up going on a vacation and uh, you um, you end up coming back more tired than you were before you left. And it's almost as if you need a vacation from your vacation. Or maybe you build in a day of recovery after you get back from your big vacation so you're ready to go back to work. Whatever the case is, you know, think about the business of your family because you don't necessarily need to go at that same pace when you're going on your trip, um, then you do all the time because that's your regular thing. If you're trying to rest, relax, take a break, maybe you need to pump the brakes a little bit. But maybe the way your family relaxes is you go and do something new and something exciting and you, you know, go, you know, pedal, you know, pedal the floor, full force, whatever, wherever you're going, whatever you're doing, you know, open and close days at parks. You're going on a really long road trip, you know, driving, you know, two, three straight days to kind of get somewhere on, on a road trip as opposed to, say, flying. Um, maybe you're just doing something new. You know, maybe you're driving out west if you're an east coaster. Maybe you're driving to the east east coast if you're a west coaster or, you know, from north to south or south to north, whatever the case is. Um, you know, there are all sorts of amazing things that you could do that kind of, you know, either match the pace or step away from the pace that you're normally work, used to in life. Um, you know, the pace in which you go can determine the kind of experience that you will have. Um, one of my favorite things to do on social media sometimes is just to kind of pause to look at those sort of in-between moments that people uh, display, especially with Instagram, um, where people just kind of post sort of little scenic pictures and bits and pieces of the things that sometimes if you're going too busy, too fast, uh, you may miss. Like I love those little in-between things uh, that you can experience. So that's one thing to think about, the, the busyness of your family you know, how, how fast of a pace that you want to experience uh, while you're selecting your next family adventure. 
The third thing is this, um, and this is a this is a pretty basic thing I think for a lot of families. But um, do you want it, your next family adventure to be educational, or fun, or just a happy mix between the two? Because there are some that are like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go somewhere, I'm going to be in a ton of different museums, and I don't really want to do that. Um, it could be terribly boring, especially if you're taking like, you know, a family of young kids and you're like, I want to go to Washington, D.C. Love Washington, D.C. I have family up there. Uh, on my question of the day, my personal feed earlier had some people commenting about how great a place Washington, D.C. is to take families. And it is. Uh, there are a lot of great museums that are there, some of which are free to get into. But again, think about the pace of your family because it may or may not be uh, appropriate for your family level. You may love it. You may have this huge desire to go learn about whatever the thing is or teach your children about it. And maybe it's, it's an experience that they need to have that they may not necessarily think they need to have, but it's one they will get something out of at the end of the day. So one of my favorite things to do, and my parents may or may not know this, I don't know if they're listening to this, um, but one of my favorite things to do sometimes, um, especially when we move, I usually run across you know one or two of these journals. I have these little journals somewhere um, that are travel journals, basically. There's not a lot in them, um, but you know we were asked on occasion to kind of write down family memories in these things and uh, sort of share that. That was sort of our way to earn spending money. We had to journal our experiences to show that we were dialed in on them. And that was kind of like when we did that, we got an allowance to spend on whatever we wanted at the next rest stop or gift shop or whatever the case was. So we loved doing that. And that was a way for us to learn, you know, look back and learn and experience and, you know, think about all the amazing things our nation and world you know, has to has to offer and has to experience. We didn't do that on every vacation, but the ones that had more of an educational sort of shtick to them, if you will, uh, we did do that on. So, um, again, educational versus just for fun. Sometimes you just need a fun trip. You just need to let loose, relax, escape reality for a little bit, and just do your thing. You know, whether it's, again, at the beach, the mountains, uh, you know, theme park in central Florida, uh, or somewhere else. So there's a lot of great places to go just for fun. And maybe it's just a spontaneous trip. So you never know. The fourth thing is length of trip. So length of trip is huge. Length of trip is, is awesome. It's that ultimate time factor, right? So how much time do you have? Is it a long weekend? Is it a full week trip? Is it just an overnight thing? There are lots of ways to think about your trip creatively to get, you know, even, the previous, what, three things that I've mentioned so far, um, taking into account the age of your children, the busyness of your family, whether it's educational or just for fun, you know, you can find different trip links for, you know, all three of those things that I just mentioned. So keep those things in mind as uh, as you plan your trip because, you know, you can go and spend a really long time. Sometimes, you know, you need to go somewhere for a long time because it may take you two or three days to unplug. You know, if, if you're like me, I'm a constant kind of on the go person. And it takes me a couple of days sometimes to go, okay, all right, you know, I'm here. I, I can t turn my phone on, do not disturb. It's okay. I can skip Travel Tips Tuesday for a week. It's okay. I need to focus on my family. I need to turn those emails notifications off. Make sure I put those email notifications on that I'm away on vacation before I leave. You know, don't worry about social media. It will still be there when you get back. So I know a lot of people that love to catalog their trips, and I do this sometimes, but sometimes you need to step away. You don't need to take a picture and post it immediately. 
you know, every single time. Sometimes you just need to focus on what's around you and what's most important uh, and, uh, and, and enjoy that. And the length of your trip uh, is, is, plays a huge factor in how you plan all those things. So uh, number five, again, these are kind of my top six-ish uh, things of how to select your next family adventure. Number five is school schedule. And if you have school-aged kids or you have an ear to the ground with what's going on in the world today, you're probably like school ki- school schedule. Yeah, that's funny because what? It's July 21st and a lot of schools traditionally, at least in Alabama, usually are starting within the next couple of weeks. Um, well, at least in our neck of the woods, I know with the three major school systems that are kind of in and around our city, um, they're having a big kind of news conference tomorrow to talk about some potentially newer plans. We're not really sure at this point what they're going to say, but all sorts of modifications to virtual schooling and, you know, how all these things are going to work and all this stuff. So as we sort of hit this, uh, hit this initial new rhythm, uh, at least for this fall semester. So school schedules, even normally, or something to consider, um, probably not for the reason that you're thinking. So you're probably thinking, yeah, when my kids are out, it's a lot easier to take them and we'll go and plan an amazing trip. We'll go have fun, whatever it is. It's right. So we'll go to Disney World. We'll go to Universal. We'll go to the beach. We'll go to the mountains. All these places that we've you know mentioned tonight. Go to Washington, D.C. Um, so a lot of different places that you can go and visit and have a great time. But also keep in mind that when your schools are out, there are likely going to be other schools that are out. So what that means is lots of people, the same mentality. They're going to be traveling at the same time. So typically what that does, it does two things. Number number one, it's can be, not always, depending how far out in advance you plan your trip and where you're going and all those things. It can be more challenging to find a destination or accommodations or experiences that may fit your time or budget. Uh, so we haven't really talked about budget. I'm going to mention that at the end very briefly. Um, but you know, so there's all sorts of different things as far as the time goes. So when people are, all these people are out, they're going to be wanting to go somewhere. And a lot of people go to the same places, especially if, if they're within driving distance and people don't have to spend, you know, the money to fly, uh, or if they're not close to a major airport, those kinds of things. So, um, just kind of keep that in mind as you're planning, because, you know, occasionally I'll get asked, you know, should I take my, is it okay for me to take my kids out of school to go to Disney? Well, you know, I, I'll leave that up to the families. That's, you know, some, for some people, these are once in a lifetime experiences for not everybody. If you're, if you have annual passes and you live 15 minutes from Walt Disney world, then maybe no, maybe you shouldn't take your kids out of school to go to Disney unless it's like a super special birthday anniversary, some other major thing that's going on. So, um, but anyway, so that's, um, that's that. So the school schedule is, is super important. Be flexible. Um, you know, look for those in between moments if you can, if it's a long weekend, um, if you have, you know, something coming up, you know, there's all sorts of different ways to craft vacations and experiences around school trips, especially if you're a homeschool family. So homeschool families have a little bit more liberty. Yes. Homeschool families, if you're like mine, you pretty much go year round, but kind of, uh, at your own different pace. So some, for some of you that are homeschool families out there, you can actually kind of take those educational experiences and it's probably a little bit easier for y'all to bend them uh, in, in, in a fun way or maybe do things you know that are fun that are exciting just for you know funsies so to speak on the way to those educational experiences so it doesn't always have to be one or the other like I was saying earlier it can be a mix, a mix of fun and um, sort of you know education learning etc so I'm all about a fun trip 
Number six, and this is kind of the bonus, as i am um, been reviewing with you all tonight, how to select your next family adventure. Um, and again, the question of the day is along the same line. So if you do have a destination that you love to go that's not Disney, please share that in the comments or back in uh, the original feed that you will see on Facebook. So number six, uh, the last one, uh, before we talk about budget very briefly, is this, get creative. Two words, get creative. And you're probably like, I'm not creative. Yeah, you are. Uh, you, you may not think about it, but you are. Think about the different ways that you do life, the different, you know, um, the different things that you do in respect to your job, um, and you know how you do, how you interact with your friends, um, the kind of stuff that you come with, the sort of inside jokes that you may have, and the little things that you do that make you you. You are creative. I'm a firm believer in that. I may not know you well. May not know you really at all, but you are creative. So there's four quick things how you can get creative on selecting your next family adventure. Uh, number one, celebrate one of those random holidays out there. If you're like me, it seems like every five minutes, somewhere on social media or in a conversation with a friend, somebody's posting about some completely random and ridiculous fake national holiday that's out there. Now, some of them are more serious, like, you know, National Coffee Day, National Talk Like a Pirate Day. It's a thing, right? Uh, national Donut Day, you know, stuff like that. So, but in all seriousness, you could just... Pull up a calendar. You know when your kids are going to be available to go on vacation. Maybe it's a little bit easier for you then. Pull up a calendar, you know, Google search, you know, fake or ridiculous holidays or something like that. And theme a vacation after that, right? Theme a vacation after that. So maybe um, your holiday is National Donut Day. Go to uh, Winston-Salem, North Carolina, where Krispy Kreme started. There's a bunch of really awesome things to do around the Winston-Salem area besides just going to where, you know, Krispy Kreme started, okay? Um, so there's a lot of really awesome, you know, theme parks and some other stuff that you can hit along the way. The The mountains are on the way. You can stop in Asheville, North Carolina. So, you know, it's it's not all about just like one specific idea, but sometimes it's kind of the, the in-between ideas, the things in between you leaving your house and you getting to where you're going um, that you can experience together. Of course, the memories as well that you'll create uh, in between. So celebrate one of those ridiculous random holidays out there and theme a vacation around it. Sounds fun. Kind of ridiculous and crazy, but I think it'd be a cool idea. Uh, number two, go visit the original home of one of your favorite foods or someone else in your family. So just a second ago, I said, hey, go visit the national home of Krispy Kreme in North Carolina, where it was you know, kind of started and founded. Well, you know, maybe that's not your thing. Maybe you hate donuts. Maybe you like chocolate. Go visit Hershey, Pennsylvania, or go to San Francisco and visit kind of where Ghirardelli chocolate comes from. Um, if you're a chocolate person, so there's lots of different things that you can do that you can experience, um, you know, talk to the different people in your family and ask them, hey, what's your favorite place to eat? And then just do a quick Google search. Where were these places founded? It could just be something fun, right? It could be something easy, something fairly low stress. And you never know, you know, because some of those places may be in your back door. For example, if you're a Waffle House fan and you live in the southeast 
Uh, Waffle House was started just outside of Atlanta. So was Coca-Cola. You go visit the world of Coke there in the Georgia Aquarium that's right there in town. It doesn't have to be big, anything big, grand, or exciting, but there's a lot of really neat things that you could do in both of those places. Uh, number three, get your family involved. So we were just talking about that when asking them about you know some of their own kind of favorite foods and, and whatnot. But get your family involved regardless of their age and ask them for suggestions. Where would you like to go on vacation this year? And they may something say something completely outlandish, especially if they're like a two or three year old. They might say like March or the Moon or, you know, whatever. But um, if they may something say something, you never know like what they'll say. So take your family's input into consideration, right? And you know, leave it up to you how much you want to take them seriously and how much input you want to take in. But um, I just. Because sometimes as like, a, you know, the leader of family or, you know, even, you know, a travel planner, sometimes I'll talk to other travel agents or uh, other entrepreneurs or creatives for different ideas. Um, you know, getting your family involved, talking to the people that you know you're going to be traveling with, it will be really neat if that idea came from uh, one of them. And you can get them involved in the planning process, right? I think that would be pretty cool. So be a lot of fun. Uh, number four, and again, this is the fourth sort of creative uh, way to select your next family adventure travel in a way that you are not used to travel in a way that you are not used to if you dry drive if you're used to driving everywhere fly somewhere make it something special and fly uh, fly to your destination if you can or maybe at least part of the way drive the rest of the way rent a car do something different if you fly all the time go on a road trip hop in that car and go see some stuff that you're not used to seeing uh, hop in an RV maybe and go check out some camp campsites. Go check out you know some of our you know nation's amazing wonders. You know there are a lot of national parks and preserves and even state parks and some great places for you to go and see things and do things that you may not be able to normally do. Uh, so I thought that would be pretty cool to think about. Um, maybe you're not a big fan of driving or flying. You're like yeah that just I don't really. But you're like wait a minute. What about taking a train? Yes, trains are still a thing, people. People still get in trains and go places. Uh, believe it or not, you can go on a lot of really neat uh, train expeditions to many of our national parks, uh, to many locations along the East Coast as well, and all across our country. Um, you know, a lot of people know what Amtrak is. They have uh, some tours that set up partnerships with different hotels uh, and even kind of their own tour company that Travelmation, um, you know, has done some work with. So, Go, go on a train ride, right? They have these beautiful, amazing uh, train cars with these viewable kind of cabins. They're kind of, you know, they're not completely open, but um, they have kind of viewing windows up top. So as you're going through some of these places, you can take some great pictures and see some really neat things and experience some awesome stuff. Um, it's a really cool way to see uh, parts of our country that you may not normally get to see. Uh, and, and it comes at a different price point too. So uh, sometimes it's more affordable uh, for you. And again, it's, it's a really neat way to see our country and experience life. Um, so I would encourage you to think about taking a train somewhere sometime. Uh, go on a creative adventure. So let me review these real quick. So these are how to select your next family adventure. Number one, think about the age of your children. Number two, the busyness of your family. Number three, is it going to be educational or just for fun or happy mix? Number four, think about the length of the trip. Um, uh, number five, think about the school schedule for your family. If it's applicable, you know, timing can be a thing there. And then um, as I just finished talking about, um, think about getting creative. So you have a creative spirit in you. Go travel creatively. 
do something neat, do something fun, do something adventurous, right? Do something Instagram worthy, I guess, <laughs> if you want to talk about it that way. So uh, I hope these tips have helped you. And uh, remember that if I can't help you plan your next family adventure, I would love to take some time to get to know you and your family a little bit. Uh, maybe it's been a while since we've caught up. I would love to chat with you and see where you're at now in life uh, and see how I can serve you. I don't charge any planning fees at all. This Travel Tips Tuesday podcast is not sponsored uh, in any way. So I just do this for fun to kind of help um, help equip people to make some awesome memories that will last a lifetime and be there for you in times just like we're in right now. So this is a time of craziness. Um, and, you know, so hopefully you know, this, these things will help, uh, help you get out of the house a little bit and, you know, you can plan your next family adventure. So feel free to reach out and would love to be able to talk with you. So uh, I will close with this thought, very short and very simple. Focus on your why, go on an adventure and make some new memories. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Tips Tuesday. We'll be back next week with another episode. See you then.